Hey guys, welcome in. Sitting down with us for the intro here is Doug Champion of Champion Living. How's it going, Doug? Man, going really good. I uh, I appreciate you guys having me on today. Yeah. Dude, right it's on. great. It's great having you. Seeing your face, you. man. <laughs> likewise, it's likewise. The it's the blessing my day needed, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm glad I could help someone. Doug is here to tell us a bit about his business, something that I have been... Uh, taking part of myself for the last few weeks what is it my fifth week now i think yeah man you're over yeah you're um, almost on the sixth week yeah look at that anyway, i didn't know i didn't know um, if you're gonna make it through that first one yeah, <laughs> me either, me either. <laughs> no don't don't scare the people off. <laughs> no 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 it's it's all good um why don't you tell everybody a bit about your business and what you do doug yeah man so uh, like you said my name is doug champion i own a uh a remote personal training business, and uh, it's called Champion Living. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Champion Living Fitness. Um, but what I do is individualized programming for fitness. So what that means is every person that comes to me, I'm designing a program specifically for them, their body, and their goals. So how that's different is, you know, a lot of group classes like CrossFit or Orange Theory, they give you one workout and everyone does the same workout. Well, not every body is the same. You know, everyone has their, their things, an injury or uh, maybe, you know, someone wants to gain muscle, the other person wants to lose weight. They're completely different workouts that you would do. So it doesn't make sense to give everybody the same workout. So that's what I really, that's why I like what I do. And that's why I think I'm seeing so much success with my clients is every program is designed for them. Um, you know, and that's so far as, to, Hey, if you're traveling or Hey, if you're quarantined and you have no equipment, like I make it all body weight or make it doable for everybody. So, um, man, that's it in a nutshell. Um, I train a, a ton of different people and, um, I've been really lucky to kind of find this niche where I train a ton of rodeo cowboys and a ton of rodeo cowgirls. And, uh, I used to rodeo, used to ride bucking horses. So, it's fun to be able to train these guys and girls and like show them that they can be stronger and show them ways to be better. But then I also have your, just your average Joe or like my mom, my dad, I train my 89 year old grandpa, like <laughs> everybody, every I have a plan for everyone and you know, it's completely for them and that's the, the best part about it. And I think that's why it's working so well. That's a great point. And especially, especially throughout this, uh, this whole quarantine business. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's where I found your programs have been, I've, I've honestly found them better than just my regular old shit that I might go do at the gym. Because like you said, it's, it's uh, tailored to my, to my goals and what I want to do. And I can do everything at home. I don't think I've used anything, but like 10, 20 pound dumbbells and body weight. That's it. So really like, even if you don't have workout equipment at home, there's, there's no excuses. You, you can, uh, there's there's something for everybody, and it shows that everybody can uh, can get in shape and take care of their fitness without having to go buy a gym membership or go join one of those group classes. <clears throat> yeah, Absolutely. and, and the, the the thing that sold me really is is off the air here. Uh, Doug was telling me how uh, the, how much beer that we've all everybody's kind of been drinking during the quarantine, and that doing these workouts can really. Uh, help justify that uh, <laughs> <laughs> this newfound beer intake so that 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 kind of has me sold 
right there. I mean, <laughs> it's like, Doug, I'm drinking this many bush lights a day. Give me a workout to kind of regimen that. And Yeah, we just got to sweat them out. <laughs> sweat it out to put it back in. I get it. Uh, no, that's Perfect. funny, man. So, Doug, you've uh, you actually trained some pretty outside of the rodeo athletes. You, you you trained some pretty big names actually in the world of country music as well. Man, uh, yeah, yeah. He's a he's, he's a pretty big name, and he's gotten he's just gonna keep getting bigger, I think. But uh, he's one of my good buddies, and yeah, I met him yeah. through rodeo actually. Um, he used to ride bulls, and he's from right around where I am. And I worked for uh, for Cody Johnson mm-hmm. for two years on the road with him and I worked as part of his crew and then as his personal trainer on the road. And man, it was a, it was a great, great experience. And that is a, it's an incredible group of individuals, man, that are part of his band and crew and best thing I've ever done in my life for sure. And, um, just getting to show up to every venue, you know, everything's different every day, but so everyone has to like overcome some kind of obstacle. We work together to get it done. And then, Finding places to work out on the road was, man, sometimes we just step off the bus, throw the, like, hook up the bands to the trailer, and we have these dumbbells that were uh, adjustable, and we would just all be getting in the, like, in the street in the parking lot, and it was just fun, <laughs> man. It was a, it was a good time, and like I said, just the best group of guys and playing incredible country music, and I love them. That's fucking awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, man, they're cool. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well... Thanks for uh, thanks for sitting down and visiting with us for a minute and telling everybody a bit about what you do. Uh, like I said, I I'm loving it so far and I'm gonna continue continue grinding away. But uh, we are gonna offer our listeners the chance to save a bit of money on one of Doug's programs because he has a lot. Why don't, why don't you tell everybody a bit about like what what you have to offer as far as programs and how they Man, can so- sign up. Yeah, so how you can sign up is just contacting me on Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can go to my website, championlivingfitness.com, and just send me a message there. Uh, I have two different options. So the individualized is what I talked about the most because that's what majority of my clients are doing. Um, there's a plan set up just for them. But I also have templates, which are workout plans that are set up with a goal in mind, not the person in mind. So I have two templates right now. One is a body weight only And that was, uh, I was doing that before the quarantine, but it's designed to help you lose weight and help you gain lean muscle. And what that's going to do look like is a lot of walking, jogging, tons of body weight exercises, lots of core movements. And then I have a template that is set up just for dumbbell work and it's called functional bodybuilding. Um, you're going to need a gym for it. And both those templates run a hundred dollars for a six week plan. Um, and then the individualized is just a little bit more, but it's much more hands-on and a lot more coaching. So, um, yeah, if anyone's interested, like I said, drop, drop me a message, um, Instagram, Facebook, or my website, and I'm super quick to respond. So any questions you have, I'd be happy to answer. And, uh, yeah, if you're listening, go ahead. Yeah, our listeners, our listeners are pretty good folks. Uh, you're going to give them some kind of, some kind of deal. Uh, yeah, that's what, uh. I think they That's deserve what, it, you know. I think I, think <laughs> I really do too. Uh, but like Garrett said, yeah, I'll give you twenty percent off uh, if you say that you uh, you heard of this from the show and uh, get you guys started off on the right foot. So that little deal will run two weeks after this episode airs. I will obviously put the date in 
on the social media posts and tag Doug and his pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And yeah, like he said, you can save 20%. There, you can't put a price, can't put a price on your health. That's the truth. I appreciate you guys, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. Yes, sir. See you guys. So there you have it, everybody. Once again, that was Doug Champion with Champion Living Fitness. Be sure to go give him a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and check out championlivingfitness.com to get started today. As he said, all you got to do is mention the podcast and you will save 20% when you sign up. There has never been a better time to get in shape and Doug will be there to help you reach your goals. Our guest today, the king of comedic country content creation, a man by the name of Jonathan, better known as, to the internet world, as Think I'll Just Stay Here and Meme. We had a lot of fun sitting down and visiting with Jonathan. I know you're all going to enjoy this. We're going to have some tunes coming up from 49 Winchester and Nicholas Jamerson. But we are going to kick things off with 49 Winchester right here with It's a Shame. Enjoy. Well, my daddy was a saint. My mama was a sinner. Papa was an old freight train. Well, my uncle liked hunting and the other liked fishing. Lord, my aunts nearly drove them insane. Well, my brother's a hero, my sister's an angel, and I never meant to cause them no pain. It's a shame to see a woman It's white trash and pretty It's a shame to see a truck It don't run It's a shame that I'm so rich Man, I ain't got no money It's a shame I ain't had no fun It's a shame I ain't sitting up on some bar stool, it's a shame that I'm going through hell. It's a shame I've been drinking, and it's a shame I've been thinking, but I'm bored, so I might as well sing good If I had some 
but at least that's the way it feels on your more dreary days rain falling down from the sky well i'll give you these last parting words of my wisdom they ain't much but i reckon i ought to try to tell y'all that it's a shame to see a woman Trash and ready, it's a shame to see a truck that don't run. It's a shame that I'm so rich when I ain't got no money. It's a shame I ain't having no fun. It's a shame I ain't sitting up on some bar stool. It's a shame that I'm going through hell. Same I've been drinking and it's the same I've been thinking, but I'm bored, so I might as well sing good It's a shame. 49 Winchester. Hope you all enjoyed that. Today, sitting down with us, as we said, is meme man. <laughs> Think I'll just stay here and meme. The, he has the a meme, name. dude. It's Jonathan. Welcome in, Jonathan. We're <laughs> gonna have a gonna have a fun time here. Thanks for sitting down with us and listen listening to our bullshit for a little while. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. I'm excited mm. for it. Out of That's Western good. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have quite the span on this episode here. Well, yeah, no shit. Western Canada, Midwest, big geographical region. Yes, hell, Western Kentucky is that technically Midwest? That's not the South. Don't dare call it the Midwest, dude. It's not. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's Kentucky, like right there. We're not the it's South. Right there, we're not the Midwest. We're just, the, just we're Kentucky. Just Kentucky. It's its own thing. There you go. Well. There are some great songs written about it and written from it, so I won't knock it. It can be its own thing. Oh, man. Down the <clears throat> Paradise River. How far are you from the Paradise River? I'm like 45 minutes away from it. Good fishing in there? Yeah, yeah the Green, yeah, green River is where that runs through. Yeah, there's plenty of Oh, the, the Green River, Paradise. Yeah, Paradise, not bad. yeah. Yeah, I got you. Green River. Muhlenberg County. Shit, so, I might. Uh, yeah, no, my bad. I'm talking too much because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking 49 Winchester, usually huh? How, usually how these, yeah, usually how these go. But yeah, let's let's talk a bit about 49 Winchester. That is one that uh, Jonathan here actually introduced me to on Instagram. I think what was that like three, four weeks ago? You posted. I mean, I'm sure you probably posted them before. I just seen you posted some shit about them. It might have been on your story. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was—it's not the first time I've seen something on your story on Instagram, and just kind of went and went down the rabbit hole after that. And I sent it to Mike, and I was, yeah. Anyway, I was jamming out all that morning after after seeing that. Yeah, man, that's that's the point of the story. It, it to introduce people to music I like. So, uh, Forty Nine mm-hmm. Winchester is—they actually did uh, one of my live streams, and mm-hmm. right, man, he's—it's. 
kind of like a Chris Stapleton-ish voice he has with the range. Yeah, but dude. Very bluesy and so good. I think they're very out of bluesy. Virginia. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, he's got a fantastic voice. Definitely bluesy, especially the, this next song we're going to play play for you after after we chat a bit. That one's, I mean, obviously really bluesy, given the name. but It says blue twice. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, it does say blue twice. That's right. <laughs> Good observation. <clears throat> yeah, I've been working on my words and my reading. <laughs> You've been doing lots of reading, lots of book learning. Yeah. <laughs> During the quarantine. Getting learned. Oh, okay. God. Oh. So we're starting this thing out. Dude, so... Um, the, go yeah, ahead. So you, you, had, you had them on your live stream. How'd you go about that? Because, I mean, haven't, haven't, you've had a couple artists on there on Instagram Live, uh, which is cool because you got a really good following on Instagram. And... Getting, I think that's cool to bring artists on because then, versus them doing it on their own page because those people already know about them. So right. you might have new people who don't know about them yet on yours. So I think it's a really cool idea and a cool setup. But I'm just curious how the whole process works and and yeah, uh, whenever this all started popping off, I guess they, I just kind of put a post out there that offering up the page to anybody that wanted to do a live stream. I, I offered it to anybody and everybody, and it probably wasn't the smartest decision. <laughs> I learned very quickly because everybody that follows me wanted to be on there. And it's just, it's not feasible on Instagram because you have to turn over your password right. and everything. Facebook's oh, yeah, a little yeah. easier. Um, uh, but You can do that without giving a password away on Facebook? Yes, it's so much easier. Oh, yeah, Handy. And, uh, yeah. I just started reaching out to people that I enjoy listening to and that I want people to hear more of. And, uh, mm. yeah, they were one of them uh, for sure. And then, you know, some people that I've gotten to grow great friends with, Jesse Daniel and Nicholas right. Jamerson. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, it's it's been a fun experience. It's been a little stressful trying to schedule that stuff. but <laughs> And just make sure that Probably people are stressful. watching. That's the thing is you want people to yeah. watch and, and tip. But. Uh, it's still, yeah, it's fulfilling whenever people do watch. Right. Yeah, obviously. Probably a little stressful having to change your password every, <laughs> think up new passwords every, every I usually every try to week. do something that relates to the artist. It's usually kind of dumb, but it's fun for me. Hey, I usually hey, get that's, a that's not a bad idea. Well, that, yeah, that, not a bad idea. That Jesse Daniel, he'll, <laughs> I'm sure he, he'd go on and, and hack all your, all your shit. <laughs> Oh, uh, he's one of the best. I love that dude. No, he's he's a good dude. <laughs> uh, and oh, he's taking off of it, man. That rolling ons, he's. I think it's getting good feedback. He's. I couldn't be happier for that dude. I found him. Um, I think it was maybe almost a month after his debut album came out, and mm. it was more of a rocking album, you know, a little bit more. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, it just, it resonated and his story, authenticity seeps through no matter what oh, you yeah. do, whether it's hip hop, mm -hmm. rock and roll, country music, it's, that's what people want to hear or people like us want to hear anyway. So people like us, <laughs> and I don't like, I actually wrote a, wrote a piece on Jesse Daniel for a magazine and it was just, 
It was all it was authenticity. There's nobody more authentic, I don't think, than than him putting a story out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially especially when you learn like learn his story of of his whole life, man. He's just <laughs> yeah, see what he's, see what he's doing now. I mean, guy's just a fucking killer. He's so damn good. Yes. I, and I, I loved I, I loved the direction he took like with this with this last this most recent record it's it seems uh I mean he did the rocking thing like really well I'm not that's not a well know, he started punk rock it was bad, I mean, that was his, that was a shtick oh for sure really, yeah, yeah. That's it. I just love the more uh the more kind of polished like honky tonk kind of sound he's got going on now for sure yeah the, the Bakersfield sound man right I don't know if that's a good uh a good way to describe it but no that's honky bakersfield sound that's honky tonk as hell yes mm-hmm. that's exactly dude i fucking love it and there's there's not too many out there that are doing that not not to his not well not like him yeah. no. no and yeah you know and, it's been you know the dwight dwight yoke and buck owens era was huge for it and then it was kind of like huge gap of like you hadn't heard that sound in a long time. You know the Mavericks, right? You hear it, but you don't hear it done to a level that could be commercially friendly, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. I think it's it, he's a ticking time bomb. I think this album's going really well, and it's it's gonna the the more he puts out, the bigger he's gonna get. I think I think he's a golden nugget that's gonna blow. Anyways, I don't know how we got on to Jesse Daniel. Let's talk more about 49 Winchester. Those boys out of Virginia. <laughs> By being too obnoxious. No, no, no. They, uh... Awesome. Never. 49 Winchester, <laughs> man, they have... They're pretty rocking, too. I mean, they, they've got some yeah. great guitar players and a killer pedal steel player. Um... So I mean they have a they have an awesome sound and they even brought it it was just three of them I think on my live stream they did and it was outside and it it, it still sounded amazing it was it was that's, great that's sweet yeah <clears throat> yeah dude a good pedal steel goes a long way yes it does <laughs> until they start fucking throwing it in like a Thomas Rhett song <laughs> and it's just like yeah, oh it's can't. country now. Oh, yeah. no, you, you hear that? Like you listen close, you can hear the steel guitar. Mm. Like it was Kane Brown just came out with a new song, and it's got you can faintly hear a, a steel steel guitar and a fiddle. And they're like, "Yeah, look, he's doing it. He's doing the country." Like, Come on, man! <laughs> look at that. He's doing. He's doing it, man. He's doing the country. Gotta be shitting. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> but what? See, see, Mike, Mike. Mike's funny because he keeps up to date on this fucking garbage that comes out. Yeah, I don't even subject myself to it. He just like hates his ears sometimes. You gotta know your enemies. This is bad. I gotta know what's going on. (laughs) What did you play for me last? What did you play for me last week? What was that? Was that Kane Brown? No, was was Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt, right? I was like, is that the one with the country? Like the uh, who is it? The old intro. He he did a song that had like an old. uh, song as an intro to it can't remember what it was i don't who knows who knows it was well i no, saw somebody the one he showed us. no dude the, the one the one he showed me was uh the fuck was it the one young ones super dude repetitive, young, ones. young ones we were young ones the one time once upon a time we we're younger than we are now and we're older yeah. now than we were when we were young that one time he's a real poet 
Oh, it's miserable to listen to. <laughs> Fuck. I went to yeah. so I was I was basically open back up now. And last night there's a there's this bar in Iowa City. It's called Bo James, and it's one of my favorite bars. It's still a college bar because I'm like to the age where like college bars are not really the scene anymore. Like you know, but there's one bar that's still collegey that I always go to. It's called Bo James, and they have karaoke night on Thursdays and Wednesdays are country night. <clears throat> so they. Open oh. back up, and they kind of said the hell with the capacity rule and packed everybody in there last night. But I had a friendly reminder. Hope you don't got the Ronies. Of what, what country night means to those people? Yeah, <laughs> yep. A lot of long necks, ice cold beer, never broke Dude, their heart. Did a ton of, ton of beers, <laughs> tons of songs about beers and trucks, man. It's like holy shit. These these guys are really good because I'm drinking a beer right now too. <laughs> wow, yeah, this resonates with me. And I drove my lifted truck on this asphalt highway over here. Yeah, <laughs> and my baby was in the passenger seat. Oh, and she was God. looking fine. She had long tan legs. Yeah, yeah, shit. <laughs> Man. I don't, no. anything, I don't even have anything then, clever to add. It just makes me shake my head. I don't know. <laughs> I just I just have a grimace on my face when these songs come on, and then everyone you're around are like, whoa, whoa, you don't like this? No. No, this is the 17th song in a row. I've heard about the same thing. It sounds the same. It, they all sound the same. That's what the problem. Mean? But this is a Luke Combs song. He's real country. Yeah, but it's still another song about beer, man. Like, he's... <sighs> yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and rip on Luke Combs, but he has a lot of songs about beer. Yeah, <laughs> he drinks a lot of beer from the vid- from the pictures I've seen. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Go from, a couple. Take take shots at Zach Bryan and Luke Combs. That's how you really get some people to turn <laughs> you wanna, on you. Yeah, you want to <laughs> just quit this thing? Like people are gonna fucking kick down your door with torches and pitch- pitchforks. Dude, I'm not saying I I dislike luke combs i'm just saying he has a lot of songs right. about beer and if you want to argue right. with me on that no I'll be, I, I'll, 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 i will send you I'll all of his songs about beer <laughs> <laughs> you know I, his entire his entire uh his entire catalog yeah you're saying i mean <clears throat> it's, it's hard to argue with uh, no it's it's not hard to argue with i'm, I'm not saying that it's not I'm hard to argue with it. are you trying to argue with me <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> Getting sidetracked very what? easily today. That's fine. We don't really have an agenda here. Um, Perfect. Just talk about whatever. It's like this road trip I'm going <laughs> on. Everyone's like, when are you going to be at this part? I'm like, I don't even know. We thought of this last night. Going down to Oklahoma and Texas. No plans. Spontaneous. Yeah. I'm not, allowed, I'm not allowed into your guys' country yet, so I got to stay home, unfortunately. I'm going to be so. sure to just, every cool thing that happens, let you know immediately. Yeah. As no, you're that's good. sitting at um, home working. Is, uh, is Kentucky still on lockdown, Jonathan? They opened up yesterday, I guess, kind of. So Are I mean, they doing like a, like, are you guys, is there like fucking uh, uh phases or whatever? Or yeah, just like, I guess it, everybody. everybody turn you loose. Yeah, yeah, they're doing the phases. Um all the capacity rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're in like we're in like the first phase 
Like we we, we can uh we can go to like barber shops and shit now. But I think nothing. the barber shops finally opened. I guess. Yeah. Yesterday. We can go to the bar in town actually. I I called there this afternoon and I talked to the owner and he was they open at four. I don't know if they're open every day or nothing, but it's only like fifty percent capacity, which right in the Viking in the Viking hotel is like not very many people. Shouldn't even feasible <laughs> for them to open up, really. I mean, it's. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but if you get the right fuckers in there, yeah. stuffing money in the V in the VLT, <laughs> yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. Let the big boys in. <laughs> yeah, let the high rollers in. All the all the old farmers who just play fuck just gamble for fun. <laughs> oh that's right you guys got the you got gambling machines in your bars you guys don't have vlts in the bar oh, not in iowa it's no, illegal in iowa not in kentucky either. really oh we shit. can only play yeah, the lottery and bet on horses here in, in town that just <laughs> fucking stuff money in that motherfucker all night that's all they do yeah i went i Must went be nice. to my old roommate in college we went he's from illinois and we went to his like hometown bar there's like half the people in the bar just sitting at these machines f- drinking and feeding money and it's like what the fuck this is going out to you yeah um, that's that's bizarre we can do that wherever um i don't like i don't like playing those things if i'm gonna gamble i better be with like cards or something i have some control over at least i can look you know pretend get that delta <laughs> yeah well sort of sort of unless you're counting cards right in front of me no, I can't. I'm not smart enough for that. Rain man. I'm not smart enough for that shit. Go full Allen from the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me trying to figure out fucking new passwords if I was letting people live stream on my Instagram every time. <laughs> Luckily, your iPhone can save your newest password with your face, so Ooh. that makes it... Yeah, I don't, I don't trust. That's spooky. I don't like that. <laughs> they ain't scanning my face. <laughs> I own that. The government's gonna get you. Yeah, they already have. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably right. <clears throat> you're probably right. Um, why don't we get into our next 49 Winchester song? Hell yeah! I was you just gonna think take that. Take it away, Jonathan. Introduce it for everybody. Yes, uh, 49 Winchester Blue Ribbon Blues. I 
Can't even wake up in the morning I reckon I'm too far gone I feel like I'm just Wasting space, honey Like I'm just wasting air well, I can't seem to find you, honey Lord, so I'm drinking till you get there song from 49 winchester um and we were just talking uh i i found out about these guys very recently and i think if i remember i think garrett did too uh they're they're a new one on on my radar um but jonathan he's known him for a little bit now uh how'd you end up finding your way to 49 winchester i think i was probably scrolling through YouTube, that's pretty much how I find everybody. Uh, there's a radio show in Lexington, Kentucky called uh, Red Barn Radio. That's you know, Tyler's obviously mm-hmm. played there, Sturgill, the Sunday Valley. Um, yeah. And they did a show on there, and that's where I first saw them, I believe. And, uh, yeah, man, I was blown away by his voice, and the whole band is amazing. Um and then just promoting their stuff on Instagram and Facebook, and we've gotten to become friends and at least acquaintances, I guess you could say. <laughs> acquaintances. <clears throat> acquaintances, friends, it's all the same thing. Same thing. That's cool. I like how you said that, that you found you find most of your people on YouTube. Cause I, I, I'm probably like 50-50 between, well, 40-40 between YouTube and Spotify. Yeah, Spotify is great. I wish they yeah. paid their artists better, but there's not a better yeah. platform for digital streaming, in my opinion, as far as no, finding new artists. Yeah. It's, no, it's uh, good. You just got to remember that they don't get paid off of it and then go buy the actual not, album. <laughs> they can pay Joe Rogan $100 million to come host his podcast there. 
Well, I think he probably makes most of his money off of off of sponsors. <laughs> yeah, but he just did you not just he just signed a fucking hundred million dollar contract. His podcast is going to be exclusively on Spotify. No like, shit. Starting at the starting in like September or something like that, I think. Yeah, something like some making athlete lines. money now, dude. Like, what the fuck? I did not see that. Hundred million. Where's yeah. our Where's our contract? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a hundred bucks maybe. I'd sign one for mm. you know. I'd take half that. I think it's on the way <laughs> after your uh, new crop goofing video goes even more viral. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my check from Bass Pro Shops and Crocs, man. <laughs> oh my god. It was so funny when you sent that to me. You're like, what What the fuck's your boy doing? <laughs> My wife shared that on Facebook, and I was like, so is that dude wearing a hippies and cowboys shirt? Oh, yeah. Man, he's got that sweet mustache with the mud flap coming out the back. <laughs> <laughs> if that ain't me in a nutshell. <laughs> so funny, man. But I, if you look closely, I have a Tyler Childers belt buckle on in that. Hey. But yeah, if you look closely. Yeah, a little too I, close for my liking. yeah no kidding a guy i work with he's like he sits and watches tiktok videos constantly and he's he's watching this he's like isn't this your your isn't this a hippies and cowboys shirt i'm like yeah it is that's uh that's the guy (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh holy fuck he's got like and that was like right after you had posted it i think at the time it had maybe like a thousand fifteen hundred likes or something like that like it was i mean not just a couple or whatever, right? Not very many yet, but it's had like fifteen hundred. He's like, "Whoa, he's got like over a thousand likes." And I'm like, I think, and this is now the next day. I'm saying, I was telling him, I think he's got over a million views. It was one point one million whenever I saw it. It's like closer to two, I think. I haven't checked it. I just love the fact that bit, other but... people are using your uh, your like, the audio, audio <laughs> and making their own videos like the same. <laughs> the same now. Look, that's funny. It's so weird. It's so fucking weird. You just made a dumbass video. And now people are, are using your voice and making Dude, their own versions. There, Welcome to 2020. There are some creepy yeah. versions of it out there, I tell you. I wouldn't advise going and looking. You've been keep keeping track of them. And the, the funny thing is, is I made that TikTok account, like, just because we made a podcast TikTok account. So I, like, made my own just to, I'm like, go, go follow our podcast one and, like, so I could check out TikTok and see how it worked. So my username is mm. Hippie Mike Pod, <laughs> like something like stupid like yeah. that. <laughs> and everyone keeps calling me Hippie Mike. I'm like, God, damn it! <laughs> like, I, I'm just gonna embrace TikTok, it. TikTok business. I don't even know our login to our. TikTok. I should just. Well, you know what? You should just fucking take it over and just just give her on there now. Shit, you should just change your account to the podcast account and just, just take in all those followers that you must have gained. There you go. I think you have to wait 30 days Clever. before you change your username, Clever. though. Well, but fuck it, we can wait. I looked anyway, into it. You've got quite the following on Instagram. I, I haven't looked at your following on, on Facebook, Jonathan, but you, uh, how, how, t- tell me, uh, tell everybody how you how you kind of started that up. I mean, obviously you're good at making memes, <laughs> meme man, meme as, man, as our friend tweet calls you. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jesse says that um, too. <laughs> does he? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I was just curious. I wanted to ask you that, how you, how you kind of started all that shit out and to get to where you are now, like you said, you're, you're, you're letting, letting artists, uh, 
do live streams on your account and all that shit. They're coming to you asking. Yeah, like, man. Pretty, pretty cool deal. Yeah. Uh, I guess almost two years ago, I turned 30, and I was just bored. I was going, you know, working every day. I'm an electrician, mm-hmm. so it's just uh, okay. mundane every day. <laughs> and uh, I love country music, and I just started started the page, tried to think up of a clever name that I sometimes regret because it's hard to introduce yourself as think I'll just stay here and meme. Um, dude, dude, the name's the best. Part. Yeah, dude, that's, <laughs> it's clever as shit. Um, <laughs> I think I'll just stay here. But yeah, I don't know. I just started making really crappy memes and then people started following me. The memes got a little bit better, but it, I guess it took off whenever I just started sharing music on the story, whether it be playlists or the videos like I was doing for so long, and I would still like to do. Mm-hmm. I just got burnt out on all that for a little bit with all the live streams and everything. Yeah. I was staying so busy, but it goes yeah. through. It goes through phases with that. Where like some days you're just, or like weeks at a time you'll be like rolling with the videos, and then some weeks you're just like. <sighs> I'm in the rut right now. I'm yes, posting man. shit. I haven't come, posted shit. But. It comes at you hard, too. Um, yeah. But you, I guess you make friends that have maybe a bigger following or maybe just a uh, more hungry following, whether they're bigger or not. There's people that actually are in are following those people for the music only. or um, So, yeah, I've gotten to got to do some wild stuff just by starting an instagram account when i turned 30 years old uh, <laughs> oh shit i get to cover music festivals sturgill really? simpson follows me the official sturgill <laughs> simpson the might fuck? i say dick daddy himself dick daddy, dick himself. daddy himself no shit <laughs> yeah so that's cool ass. um but yes, I, I I love it. It was I, like I said, a few weeks there. I got pretty burnt out, but I feel pretty good now. And I just love sharing music with people, right. music they they may not hear anywhere else. Right, that's the point. I is that nowhere? No one fucking plays it. So. That's why I started yeah. mine, man. I, and you couldn't have said it better. Like at some point, like both of you were just kind of talking about that. At some points, you're just fucking rolling with it, and you're just pumping out content people are digging it and you know you're getting all the retweets the likes you name it follows and then some days you're just like i don't even know what the fuck like i I couldn't even think of a simple tweet if i tried right now (laughs) exactly (laughs) and put something out but but the other thing you said that i really liked was um how how cool all this shit is that all the opportunities you just create for yourself just by deciding to start a fucking instagram account or a twitter account and just just sharing what you're passionate about you know like people that to me that's why people people uh follow and then that's where you get like those followers that like engage with you all the time you know because they're passionate about passionate yeah man i've got some i've got some great followers that they stay in my dms constantly (laughs) about music and i've got a few guys that are I mean, they send me stuff all the time. I'm like, yeah. man, do you ever work I love it. or anything? I love it more when when my like like a follower sends you some music as compared to like even just an artist themselves sending you music. 
Oh. Not like I mean, let me let me let me put that some of that into context. That's dangerous, artist, dude. Well, no, okay, because uh, like like I said, hear me out. Because uh, for an artist to reach out and send you some music, that takes fucking stones to just like put yourself out there. So I, I do like I'm I love when an artist sends me music, but some of those like the, those select few followers, like you said, that are constantly like in the loop and like you know how much they care about it you know how much like if they're going to share an artist with you it obviously means a lot to them right and they obviously know know the kind of shit that you kind of like too sometimes that works out better than than just an artist sending you their music cuz you never know what you're going to get at least if somebody knows your taste kind of already and right. what you're into and they've followed you for a while they'll send you some shit that's right up your alley yeah for more sure. more often than not i was more often than not <clears throat> i need to share this one with you i'll just say it on the on the air someone sent me this guy, uh, Caleb Powell, he uh, he's been a good follower of mine for a while. He he sent me this band, Royal Horses Band. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I hadn't. I Dude, hadn't. they're good. They're really really good. Um, so there's my plug for them. I'll, check I'll, them I'll out. tweet. I'll tweet something out um, from them. I've, I've been meaning to, but yeah, you get some you get some good stuff from people who've been like you said from people who've been following you and like they know what's gonna be up your alley and what you want. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I'm I'm pretty open to people that send me their music or if somebody sends me music from their buddy or whatever. I I figure it doesn't really hurt whether I like it or not. Somebody might. So I just put it up on the story whether, you know, that could be something that gives them a connection they need later on. Yeah. Um, so sure. I appreciate people sending me music. Like I'm I'm very flattered people care what i think about their music oh I absolutely I, I, what i was saying i, I didn't mean to no know, i no, i know i'm i absolutely i absolutely agree it's 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 flattering it's crazy that people actually send you fuck like send me music and say hey listen i, I want to know your opinion on this it's right like, yeah okay, i'm just that's a guy cool. <laughs> you know what i mean for sure but, yeah i, I feel like I i'm not in position to do that but i'll tell you i guess <laughs> yeah or not Sometimes, sometimes I struggle with that too. Because I mean, at the end of the day, we are maybe that's part of the appeal of why people listen to us and why people follow us. Because we are just, or I mean, I'm I'm talking me and me and Mike here. Oh, we're all we're just a little far further we're... further into us than we are. But I mean, at this point, we're just we're just fans too. We're, we you know, I didn't I didn't go to school to become a a music critic or you know what I mean. Like I don't know. I just I think about that a lot. Like. I feel like as it, I wonder if, if, if people who are, and maybe it's just an experience thing. I wonder if people who, you know, do like writers and things like that kind of look at people such as myself and say, oh, this guy's a fucking amateur. Yes, they do. Yeah, they definitely do. And they do. I know they do, (laughs) but I just like. But it doesn't matter. It's a different day and age. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I thought about changing, like adding in my bio, like amateur country music journalist just to piss those people off because like i'm not a journalist at all like i know nothing about journalism <laughs> man i've gotten asked to write album reviews or yeah. um, other pieces and i suck at it so bad like i can write like if i i went to kicking it on the creek yeah. um the festival in eastern kentucky with tyler childers and all his friends mm-hmm. and i wrote on that and i i think it was good uh <laughs> but Mm. Like the album reviews and other stuff, not up my alley at all. 
Dude, like, I, I, like, I wouldn't I'm know where to start. <clears throat> I've Garrett's a good writer. A, You're good at that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, that's that's something that I really wanted to pursue when I came out of university, and then I just kind of got a real job. And these last couple years, I've just kind of been kicking around, just saving up money and shit like that. I was always going to go back to school, and that was something I was gonna I was gonna go try to do either a a master's degree in history. I was a history major, and so I obviously did a lot of of writing, um, and so I. But when I, I I've tried writing a few album reviews and things like that, and I've actually written. I've got probably like fifty blog posts written up that I just have never, show, <laughs> never let anybody see. You know, they've never seen the light of day. Yeah. Just for that reason, because I feel like it's like some amateur shit. But I mean, where do you start? You know, where are you, where are you supposed to start? I so. guess that's where you start. It's tough. Yeah. Send, send it my way. I'll proofread it for you. <laughs> yeah, he'll tell you how he feels. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you read it. Send him, your, send him your Zach Bryan review. Yeah. Hey, my Zach, my Zach Bryan review will be will be uh, very polite. I don't mind Zach Bryan. Okay. <laughs> I don't mind him. Hey, no, I'm kidding say that no I there don't. are just things <laughs> no this, I, I'm not, and I'm not, here I'm not, we go <laughs> yeah here we go here we go no uh, i'm not gonna sit here and kiss his ass either i'm just he's not he's not above criticism by any any fucking stretch of the imagination i'm just saying i mike had his little his little fucking spat with him and so i'm gonna let those two do their thing i have to I'm say dude uh <laughs> After the last one came out, there's only been a couple people that have been like, "Dude, what the fuck, man?" <laughs> only a couple. I, I, pretty much. I'm paraphrasing, but somebody actually did. Somebody actually message you about it? Yeah, a couple. People. I didn't see anything on it. I didn't. See I think. On it, so I, was... I think there's two, maybe three. That was it. I was expecting more of a. I was expecting more hate, but. You know what? Most people are pretty reasonable. Yeah. I mean, even if you know what I mean. Uh, I was watching some something I uh, something that really made me think a lot last week. I was watching uh, what's it called? Um, fuck, I'm having a moment. Charlie Stout's like oh yeah he's been doing his his live his live stream thing on Instagram. Right. Uh, oh, mid midnight and lonesome. I think it's called. And he had Grady Smith on, who's obviously been on the show before here. <clears throat> and they were just they were talking and uh grady said something that made me think quite a bit it was like he realized early on that you can be you can be kind of i guess an asshole if you're like critical and like thoughtful about it you know if you actually say something rather than just sitting there and say oh this sucks this sucks this sucks if you actually have something meaningful to kind of say about it most people will, like it's called constructive it, criticism you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. As yeah. long as you're not just sitting there being a being a baby and whining about everything. Right. It uh just fun to do. Usually usually I mean, kind of, <laughs> which is fun. Sometimes. Sometimes you just got a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, um, we gotta try to be meaningful. That's fair. <clears throat> Or you just throw him in a, I th- throwing throwing him in a meme is a is a good idea. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. thoughtful and constructive. <laughs> All my memes are very nice. 
They are. They are very nice. They're positive memes. Positive. <laughs> positive memes. I can't say the same. <laughs> hey, have you guys ever heard of this uh, this dude named Nicholas Jamerson? I love Nicholas Jamerson. No shit. Shit. Me too. What about you, Garrett? You ever heard of that cat? What about me? Uh, yeah, I have. And actually, it was before. You know what? <laughs> this is funny because I, I uh, dude, I, I listened to some music from him when he was in, what was their uh, Sunday Best, right? And uh, then I had seen his, like, solo, I guess, solo albums and i had i didn't realize that it was the same guy until long enough afterwards <laughs> right and uh then i i mean i figured that out but i had actually listened to more of nicholas jamerson than i had thought i had when i first listened to first thought i first listened to him right <laughs> kind of a fuck up on my part but <laughs> we get what you mean yeah we're we yeah. all picking up He's what awesome. you are laying He's down awesome. yeah but uh you're you're pretty good buddies with them out there aren't you yeah, I've gotten to get a relationship with him, and good. I uh, grew up, like, I guess right out of high school, going to Lexington for Kentucky football games, uh, and there's, they would play all around Lexington uh, mm. when I got out of high school, um, so I used to go watch them up there all the time at small bars, uh, and then... Yeah, once again, on I started the page. I started pushing his music out because I just, I just feel like not enough people listen to him, especially his solo stuff. I mean, Sunday Best had a decent amount of success. They played the Opry yeah. back when it was still yeah. somewhat country. Um, <laughs> and then, Back before fucking Bobby Bones got his dirt, <laughs> dirty hands gripped into there. Exactly. Um, so his debut album... The NJ album, I think, is amazing. I mean, it's more Americana, I guess. Like some terms, actually, you know, some bands actually fit the Americana label, and I think yeah. he does, because um, he's got a little more of the rocking edge, at least on that album. And uh, yeah, I just started pumping his stuff out, and we've gotten to be good friends. He's another one that's done a live stream on my page, which. He doesn't need to. He's got, he's been doing live streams for a long time, even, you know, way before the, all this happened. And he gets mm. huge numbers and go, he plays for three hours plus. Dude, damn. Yeah, he kills it. He Dude. does, you know, his stuff, covers, whatever he wants to do. And, uh, wow. He's just got an amazing voice. And I think he's, I think he's the most underrated artist in Kentucky. Oh. I was oh okay so I was going to you, you guys kept shooting down my little bits that I wanted to do um, but I had a good one um, that I'll do without running it past you since you no. shot down all my other good ideas um, oh, not you Jonathan yeah, but Garrett should okay. shot them down yeah, um, I don't feel bad about shooting them down so this this was a little fun little bit I wanted to do on who who you all thought was like the most underrated like someone who nobody fucking knows about that people should know about because especially i was thinking kentucky too because i was thinking john r miller for mine you know which he's technically west virginia but yes big time in the eastern kentucky scene as well 
So that yeah. scene kind of blends together. That whole I mean, Eastern I'm not Kentucky, even West Virginia. I'm not even talking like exclusively Eastern Kentucky, like Kentucky, you. West Virginia, but like just in yeah. general, like that dude is the top of the list of like, how the hell does nobody know about this guy? For sure. Um, I think when it comes to that, you've got to go Arlo McKinley. Ooh. Obviously yeah. John R. Miller. I still think Nicholas Jamerson's on yeah. that list. Even he's got to be. Um, the success he's had. Um Females, I don't know. If, I mean, I know she released what I think is possibly the best country album this past year, Kelsey Walden. Yes. At least. Yeah, top, you're t- you you're speaking Garrett's really language. Um, and she's from Western Kentucky. I love from, Kelsey Walden. She's unreal. Yeah, and i tell you who another one is from Western Kentucky. Do you all, which I'm not mentioning, I'm not putting Chris Knight on this list, but do you listen to Chris Knight? I do, yeah. Okay. Um, there's a guy named Tony Loeb, and he is from Western Kentucky as well. Hmm. He's open for Chris Knight, I believe, and he's got he's got a live on Red Barn album and a studio album. Oh, nice! He's kind of in that similar vein, kind of dark, just slow acoustic, but good songwriting. All right, I'll have to check him out because that's a new name for me. But awesome! Thank you for that. Garrett, what about you? Someone that needs Dude, I'm more having attention. A fucking, I've been silent this whole time. I'm having a bad time trying to run through my head like a good pick for this. I'm having a terrible time. <sighs> There's so many. Even even though, yeah. I mean, that's a hard, so yeah, that's almost have impossible. Had, have had success. Or like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a guy who's had a lot of success. I mean in in our kind of scene but and somebody we've had on the pod i think vincent neil emerson should be far fucking and is going to be fucking far bigger than he is right um he's 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 a fucking fantastic dude you watch his live streams this guy's so talented he's fucking amazing he's another one that was that was probably my favorite album of last year yeah who are we talking about you you cut out right there oh sorry vincent neil emerson yeah yeah i see your hat right there uh, oh yeah, that, yeah. I'm wearing his hat. Yep. Too. Yes, man. He is. I think he's. Yeah. He's amazing. Sorry, he really is. He's got he such is. a. He's got a different style, like even more so. You know how Jesse's doing the different Bakersfield yeah. sound, and he's not right. the only one commercially doing that. I think mm-hmm. Vincent is doing his own thing, and he might be the only one doing it. I don't even know what to or, call it. I don't even know what no, to call it. It's just, it's just it's so different. Got some, the old school Texas sounds, I guess. Um, it's smooth. And you man. know what? I I just recently found out his manager is from my hometown here in West Virginia. Roll Sultan? Yeah. yeah. Travis. He's from your yeah. hometown? Travis Blankenship? Right here, smack dab in Western Kentucky. We know him pretty well. Yeah. Good acquaintances. He's, he's doing a great job with his guys. Well, yeah, he, he's manager of Coulter, too. So. Right. He's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then. That would be like the one just off the top of my head. You'd have to give me a sec. I like I said, I'm no, dude. That's a real good pick. That's a tough question, dude. It's a tough question. Yeah, you you try. I'm trying not to pick somebody that's like. I mean, even Vincent kind of feels too big to put on that list, but I mean, he's not. But like, he's you know, he is in our circles, but he's he's not anywhere else, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The the guy has like 400 followers on Twitter. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I never posts on Twitter, so I don't. He's not. I know, but. <clears throat> um still yeah 
Oh. He's not. That's my pick. He's not That's huge. My pick. I'll think about. I'll think about it for a minute, and I'll, I'll just blurt it out if it comes to me. I mean, I'd go em- Emily too. You know. Yeah, Emily. Can never out. talk about Emily too much. Yes, not near enough people know about her. And somebody who you all had on, Gabe Lee. I love Gabe Lee. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah. I don't know if do you all know Gabe's Kyle Crownover. Yeah, I don't know him personally. No, but I know who. He uh, sent me Gabe's first album. I guess when it came out, and that caught me by surprise. It was his first album. Almost had, I guess, like a Dylan Prine esque sound to it. Yeah, um, and obviously yeah, it was cranked different. it up on this newest one. Yeah, uh, but I think he's gonna make waves in Nashville because he seems to be pretty in that scene anyway, and he seems like he could make a splash on even Music Row. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's his hometown. He knows Nashville. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's got to maybe work to his advantage at at some point. I agree. If it hasn't, you know, if it hasn't already, but yeah. Um, he's got a lot of he's got a really good backing system behind him too. Yeah. You know, like Grady's huge behind him and a bunch right. of people are behind him, yeah. so I think yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll get out there. That and Bell Plane. Another another oh, girl that needs to be talked about. I saw her oh, talking man. about doing a live stream with Blake. Uh, I seen that out. earlier. Yeah, that's exciting. Canada's yeah. finest. Well, one of them. Canada's finest. A couple of them. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, let's get into a Nicholas Jamerson song here. Um, yeah. I don't remember which one we were going to do first, but we are going to clear listen picture. to All right, clear right. picture. That's right. All right. Well, without further ado, we'll quit yapping. We'll let you listen to Clear Picture from Nicholas Jamerson off his most recent release. Enjoy. I'm not hiding around here any longer. I know my intentions are good. I won't apologize for living my life I have changed, I used to think that I should Took a picture because I was happy Sing a song, that's what I like to do Kiss this girl I don't know and I've got nothing to show But that's alright, I'll speak for myself This time I'd like to stay sober And tell stories I like to tell Stuck in some box And I'm hoping To pull it off well Took a picture Because I was happy Sang a song That's what I like to do Kiss this girl I don't know And I've got nothing to show but that's all right, I'll speak for myself 
I used to think I had problems A lot of crazy kind of in my head I got caught up in things now New clarity brings a clear picture to hang over my bed The pictures cause I was happy Sing a song, that's what I like to do Kiss this girl I don't know And I've got nothing to show But that's alright, I'll speak for myself Yeah, that's alright, I'll speak for myself Yeah, that's alright, I'll speak for myself All right, y'all just heard clear picture from Nicholas Jamerson. He's the one that we were talking about uh, just before the break there. Uh, uh, he just had an album coming out, uh, or came out on just about a month ago in April there, uh, called The Wild Frontier. Uh, came out on 420 for those of you who want to say nice. Um, came out on 420, and it, it's really good. We're going to play two of his songs, but obviously uh go go down the rabbit hole and dig into that that new album that's out uh it's a really good one and it's one that or he's a guy that, that Jonathan's really been behind and supporting he's been on the Instagram story or his live stream on Instagram um so he he's a good one and uh if you haven't heard of him you will well you have cuz you're listening to this right now <laughs> yeah Hey, we did it! <laughs> Fuck yeah! You did it, man. You brought it. That was, that was something. Um. <laughs> How'd I do, guys? Did I, did I do it? You did great. Beautiful. You did Thanks. Great. I'm a real it elegant like fella. A, that was an incredible, incredible introduction. Or Thank you. Really yeah. Introduction. Yeah, you know, I tried my best. <clears throat> I tried my best to do my best sometimes yeah yeah <laughs> all right Christ. goofing too um, much goofing too much goofing. um i was gonna ask you jonathan a bit about i, I like if you want to dig in a little bit more about how you know how your life has changed as far as you know, like you said, you get all these opportunities now that probably would have wouldn't have been presented to you before. Just just based off of being part of this kind of little like weird. It's not weird. That's a terrible word for it. Just this fucking cool little online community of of people who, whether it's people like like us who create some kind of content, whether it be a podcast or a fucking Twitter account, an Instagram account, you know, whatever whatever that may be. There's there's like you said it's just so cool and and i think that i think when you get to the level that that you're on like you said people kind of start to seek you out 
rather than you just posting their stuff all the time and right some of those relationships would have never fucking happened if it weren't if it weren't for you just deciding one day to start start making memes and throwing them up on instagram yeah man they uh you know i was listening to uh i'm gonna shout out one podcast just real quick not to take away from the wonderful hippies and cowboys podcast but uh (laughs) daniel donato does the cosmic country podcast um okay do you know daniel donato i do not oh i don't okay he's one of the best guitar players you'll ever hear he's insane and he's super young super young there's a video of him when he's like 14 shredding a guitar on broadway in nashville but anyway he had this big wig uh, from, I think he owns like the, uh, or runs the Johnny Cash Museum, um, just various mm-hmm. places down in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how having a niche market, those are the ones that are going to last. The fads come and go, obviously, but if you've got a core audience that loves the music, I guess, in this instance that we love, and you're get feeding them content constantly, that you know, not only is your audience going to grow, but they're going to appreciate what you do and feed into that as well. So mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have a wonderful niche audience that's getting bigger and bigger thanks to people bigger. like Tyler and Sturgill and not, you know, even Chris Stapleton. You know, he wasn't. This wasn't popular. Five, or, you know, six or seven years ago, not on the right. radio anyway. Yeah. And no. he's the king of radio, yeah, tech, exactly. you know, in my opinion. Um, True. But yeah, man, getting to cover these events that you know that not many people get to do that. Um, and I'm just I appreciate people even asking or giving the opportunity at all, or uh, just artists sending me their music, artists that I that are here in Kentucky all the way to California mm. up to Canada. There's a few people that follow me from there. So huh. I'm thankful for, I guess that I got bored and started an account two years ago. <laughs> yeah. No shit. I it's yeah, it's crazy. Like <clears throat> you, uh, you saying that like I'll I'll never forget the first time I had an artist interact with me on my Twitter account. I probably had like forty followers at the time. And it was it was Blake Berglund. Yeah. Had tweeted back to me and we went back and forth with a few tweets. I was fucking freaking out. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, holy shit, like he actually he actually uh he tweet he he's talking to me. Yeah, man. He's <laughs> awesome, dude. And, he go ahead. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. But uh, you know, and for, for going from there to like even i mean we're not even that big and we've talked to some people you would have told me i was gonna get a chance to just sit and you know facetime with somebody or you know whatever yeah. uh, even a year ago i would have been like told you you were full of shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah the opportunities just present themselves yeah mm-hmm. when you're getting woken up from a nap from a call from uh a guy in the turnpike troubadours it's like what the fuck? What is life? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I never... I got into the Turnpike Troubadours too late. I I never... I don't even know if I had even heard of them until... Two years ago, maybe? And then all the turmoil hit 
Oh, right yeah. whenever I started listening, I was Fuck. like, oh, man. Oh, no. Yeah, they were coming here That's to right. play a show with Shooter Jennings, and obviously, you know how all that went. But I, I wish nothing but the best for those guys. I hope, yeah. hopefully they can get back together one day, or if they don't, hopefully they okay. can go on and do, you know, be successful with what they want to do. Um, yeah. But, That's yeah, they're, they're the ones that really introduced me to the whole world of Red Dirt music, you know. That there's yeah. other shit out there than the radio. Because in right. Iowa, there's, you don't, there's no way to find out. I, I don't know. Like, how do you find out about that stuff? Because you're not going to hear it on the radio. No one posts about it. But, mm. yeah, it, it's wild. But I think that's, that's, that's part of what's, uh, you know, part of the reason why, <clears throat> excuse me, Instagram pages such as yours, Jonathan, and and things like this podcast or our Twitter accounts or whatever it may be. I think that's part of what makes our kind of things successful is the fact that most of these artists are just so fucking genuinely cool and, you know, just nice people. You know, there's, there's, I haven't, I haven't run into somebody with like an ego, you know, yet that's like, that makes you that 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 makes you puts you off of them or anything like that. They're all just such genuinely nice people. Like Blake, for example, one of the nicest right. human yeah, beings I've ever think... had the opportunity to talk to. Right, like, um, and I and I haven't encountered anybody who's hasn't given me that impression yet. And uh, I don't I don't think some of the things we do would be possible without them being so cool. Right? I agree. I agree. It's uh, it's a very down to earth group of people. Uh, yeah. And I think that's obviously why their music resonates so well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... The music can be okay. It can be great, whatever. But if, you know, if you're not down to earth, then you're not making the, you know, in my opinion, like a true connection mm -hmm. with people. And yeah. that's what I think country music is, is connection with the people. Absolutely. Yeah, well said. Hey, uh... <laughs> Switching it up a, a, a tidbit here. Um, what uh, what's the best venue you got down down your way? Oh, for, yeah, for live so music? many good ones. But the Burl is really popular. That uh, you'll see, you know, that's that's home base in Lexington. That's Tyler. That's oh yeah, that whole scene. That's the Burl in Lexington. And then Lexington's a city, but it ain't too big. It freaks me out, you know. <sighs> That's right, and that's exactly right. It's it's probably two hundred and fifty, maybe three thousand, three hundred thousand people, but it feels like a small town. It really does. Yeah, if you uh, need a breather, you can hit the parkway. That's exactly right. And then when you're on the parkway, if you turn on the radio, you're more than likely to hear somebody calling in about Bigfoot. No shit. What? Every time I've been on the parkway and turned on the radio, there's been somebody talking about Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyway, it's that's Eastern Kentucky, buddy. No, um, <laughs> let's see. In Western Kentucky, we have tit balls, which it's. Wait, did you say tit balls? <laughs> I think that's a common joke around there. Uh, T i d b a l l s. Mm. So it was a rock club. That's where like Cage the Elephant. Oh no uh, shit! They're out yeah. of both. Yeah, that's where that's they started, it. and it's a small grimy club, but. The last time I went there, Nicholas actually played um, with Leah Blevins, and oh, fuck yeah. who I think has an album coming out with Modern Electric, or from there. 
hmm. like a, where Paul Coffin records, um, mm-hmm. and Sean hmm. Whiting from Eastern Kentucky. Go Paul Coffin, he works with Lightning Rod too. Yeah, he's uh-huh. on Lightning Rod Records. I'm sorry, I think he records at. Oh, at, oh, I got you. I got you. That's that's what I should have said. Okay, cool. And uh, man, this place was packed full, and it's nothing special, but it's got a little balcony. I don't even know how they fit a balcony in this place, but <laughs> and so much energy. So there's those places. That's cool. Um, obviously, the music I think is best uh, at the festival scene. We have a big bluegrass festival here in western Kentucky called Romp. And uh, obviously the Kicking It on the Creek Masters Musicians Festival is an isn't amazing it, festival. Isn't Railbird down there too? Railbird, who uh, is run by a guy from my city here in Kentucky. He uh, he lives in Lexington now. And uh, yes, Railbird, that was their first year last year, and I didn't hear any complaints. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go. But yeah. You, it's very rare you don't hear any complaints about a festival, especially one in its yeah, first okay. year and as big as it was. I yeah, mean, I mean they had Chiller's headline and, and yeah. Kentucky. I mean, I think sure. Billy Strings was there too. And Billy Strings yeah. was there. Billy Strings, man, he comes here every year um, to our Bluegrass Festival, and it's oh, I saw him in 2015, and man, he was headbanging on stuff. We showed up early one day. It was like two in the afternoon. 100 degrees, and he's, yeah, head banging up on stage. Me and my dad were like, who is this kid? Fucking and whiz. Get on, man. A yes. Fucking whiz. Love that guy. No shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the best flat pickers. No, he's not even a flat picker. He's just a picker. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's amazing. Out of this world. But, yep. <clears throat> he's Kentucky, isn't he? Yeah, he's Kentucky. He, well, no, he's Michigan. <laughs> But he's Michigan. He's yeah. He's I didn't from think Michigan. they made him like that up there. He lived in Kentucky for like a month when he was born, but I don't think he was actually. Even, I don't think he was born here either. But he did live here for a short period of time. But yeah, he's Michigan born, uh, born and bred. Mm-hmm. I guess they got Whitey Morgan comes from Michigan. There so. you go, Whitey Morgan. Can't totally knock him, but I don't know. Whitey Morgan's granddad's from Kentucky, Western Kentucky, I think. So many well, connections. The more you fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, should we get into our last tune here? Let's do it. Or did Garrett fucking, where the fuck did he go? He went to go get another white claw. I don't know what he's getting. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> There's his white claw. Oh, God. Is that Nango? No, Black Cherry. Oh, God. <laughs> what are you doing right. with your All life? Right. All right. All right. First of all. My headphones died, and I had to go get my uh, ones with a cord, so I wasn't talking. So then I can edit out you guys's yapping afterwards. What does getting second headphones all, have to do with your white claw? Second of all, mango is delicious, <laughs> <laughs> oh. and there was no and there was no bubbly water in my fridge. So this is the next closest thing. I can't do it. Mm. <clears throat> no. 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 Well, just that's your opinion. Nah. <laughs> that's just like your opinion, man. I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's just like your opinion, man. But we were ah, they're all right. We were talking. I certainly, when I wouldn't certainly wouldn't sit here and fucking drink them, drink them all night. They're no, like heartburn yeah. waiting to happen. But but Garrett, we were talking about getting into this last song here. 
if that's cool with yeah, you. Let's do that. Um, let's do that. This is one that you know, as I was digging into Nicholas Jamerson here, it it stuck out to me real hard. Um, I don't know. I'm not not too good on the specifics of it, but this the the rhythm and the the story and just it, the kind of uh, appeal and vibe that he puts off. Uh, it resonated with me, and uh, so I don't know. Hopefully, it does the same for you. Um, I don't have a whole lot more to add about it, but Linda James is the song you guys can weigh in too. It was actually mm-hmm. written about a lady uh, that is from his hometown, I believe, in Prestonsburg. Kentucky, which is far eastern Kentucky. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, she passed away. But so this song was his, you know, in honor of her. Mm. It's it's heartfelt oh. to the bone. For sure, that's yeah. a good one. For sure. But um, Jonathan, thanks for hanging out, man. I had this a blast. Was, this was fun. Yeah, this was fun. I hope I hope you'll uh, I hope you'll want to come back and do it again. For sure, I'll do it anytime you want. <laughs> Right on, man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. If for all of you, you who uh, didn't get the program earlier, you can find Jonathan on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram that I know of. I don't know if he's got TikTok yet. He does not, <laughs> and he will not. He does oh, not, come on, man. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, I definitely had to throw that in there. Definitely had to throw that in there. But uh, you can follow Jonathan at Think I'll Just Stay Here and Meme. The best fucking name in the game. You bet. In my opinion. <laughs> it's not even close. No. Quite frankly. <clears throat> but uh yeah. Follow definitely follow him on Instagram. That's where you're that's where you're the most active from what I've seen. Yes. So Instagram's the first word, just like Twitter's the first word for us. <laughs> and uh if you're new to us, follow give us a follow on Twitter. We are also on Instagram and Facebook. And we are on TikTok. I will start posting on there again. I think I'm just going to turn it over to Mike like we chatted about earlier. But uh, give us a follow. Leave us a review on Apple Music and all that great shit. We are now on iHeartRadio. If you are a listener there, welcome. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, yeah. definitely go follow our friend Jonathan here. One of uh, one of my favorite accounts in our little corner of the internet. So yeah, between between, between Jonathan and, and Gap Tooth Snodgrass, I think that's the reason I still have Instagram. <laughs> I am Gap Tooth Snodgrass. No, you are not. No, he's not. Maybe he's it. Maybe he is. You'll never know. I don't. I'm so confused. Are you really? That can't be. You did post a fucking picture the other day. It's Photoshop, just like just like that account does. But <laughs> we're all gap to Snodgrass. That's okay. That's what I'm looking for. <clears throat> well, uh, yeah. on that eerie was note, a while back that Sturgill was gap to Snodgrass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does seem to have a lot of time on his hands. No shit, eh? Yeah. But. Definitely. But, uh, eh? Eh? Yeah, eh? Oh, sorry, there. Somebody finally, we were just... (laughs) (sighs) All right, all right, all right. Somebody called me on it. Somebody called me on it. Anyway. Linda James is, it's a great song. Listen to the story. Um, the the little backstory there Jonathan gave is is phenomenal. Um, so really enjoy this one. Let it sink in. And we'll leave it. Thank you for listening. Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on. This is Linda James by Nicholas Jamerson. Thank you.
gave everyone her life She had a taste for the simple things you ought to take to make a good life She said love as much as you can Give it gratitude at night And be thankful for each and every day That you get to see the sunrise Don't take your time for granted Give you gratitude at night 
Be thankful for each and every day That you get to see the sunrise Don't take that love for granted Don't you do nothing in spite Take care of the people And you won't need a steeple To give the world your light You take care of the people And you won't need a steeple To give the world your light you just give the world your life